Elevators. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about magician Annie, whoever that is. I'm Roy, and I can't bathe in the cold spring since all my takes are fire. Wow. And I'm Fallon, a.k.a. the Yuling Prank Triarch, which is uh, Wei Wuxian's prank YouTube channel. Jesus, he would. Gamer ass. It's just what he does. How he, what he does. Uh, entertains himself in the cloud recesses. What if he had, like, a fucking Shane Dawson-type channel? He fucking would. He would have, like, the weird videos. Like where, yeah, the, yeah, he would. And his friend, uh, Hoison Star. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking earlier, because I was watching some more YouTube creepy videos, uh, and I was like, who's the true crime? Oh, it's Trey Young. <laughs> who's the true crime motherfucker? You know it's him. You yeah. know you know he'd be going on Etsy and buying, like, beads that say fucking Bundy Babe and shit on them. I don't want to... Uh, we need to move on before my face just kind of explodes. That's why I'm banned from I the can't. Cold Springs, baby. Anyway, uh, one, you know, we have some stuff that happened this week, kind of. Um, yeah. The big thing, the big important main, most relevant and um, uh, respectable article of news is that <laughs> the Dong season two uh, won the Best Dongwa Award. I forgot to look up which award it was. Yeah! <laughs> I have it on our Twitter. It sure did. It. It's like a big, like, glass block of an award. Is it a big glass? I didn't get uh, to see any pictures of the big glass block award. I don't know where it would be. I'm sorry. It won uh, the, it won Dongwa of the Year at 20th Chinese, China Video Awards 2019, uh, at the 12th Xiaomen International Animation Festival for uh it's the silver award for best dongwa series oh yeah it's a big glass block it's like a big glass cylinder with a yeah. big cool uh tetris block on top of it it's pretty fun it looks cool it looks like a uh one of those cd cylinder CD things nuts. that you would get a bunch of cdrws in you love to see it yeah yeah so congrats cd's nuts Congratulations, Donghua. Yay. Yay. Um, audio drama also ended for real, for real. For real, for just, real. Just uh, yesterday, technically. Yeah. Um, they did the Yunmong Date Extra, which just the choicest possible content. The choicest. And, I mean, there is going to be a fan-made audio drama. Really? Like, continuing on. Yeah. They're going to have, I can't remember which voice actors they're going to have, but they're going to have this. a couple official voice actors on. Oh, I rules. need to find more information about it myself, but yeah, it's going to be fun. What content are they doing? I think it's going to be like fan-made content. Oh, fuck Pretty yes, bro. sure. Bro, I love that. That fucking rules. I know, I'm really excited. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. I would like to... Uncover more information about it. Yeah, I w I'm, I'm very excited to see what types of things they do. Me too. The tales they might weave. The tales. What would you want to see out of it? I just want to see them going on crime-solving adventures. <laughs> you want to see them doing that Ghostbuster shit? Yeah. Want to see and them just doing making their... trouble and lying to children and having a nice time <laughs> together as like a as like a married pair. Yeah, married ghost hunting channel. Married ghost hunting channel. I love that. It's a family business. It is a the family Sichuis, business. Sichuis there. He is cool. there. He's going to inherit it, and it's going to be nepotism. It's going to be nepotism. I love it. Oh, wow, I'm absolutely just like pretty much a huge fan of that. Basically, when it comes so... down to it, I yeah, love, I love that. that. That's going to okay. be really cool. Um, another very stupid thing happened uh, <laughs> in the MXTX Expanded Universe, but we'll uh, get to that because we have a treat for that uh, coming up. It's just kind of made waves in the community, and I'm laughing my ass off all week about it. So. Oh, Himbo Zongju? Himbo Zongju official. Yeah, uh, we'll, Himbo Zongju official. <laughs> Himbo we'll confirmed. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll swing back around to that. Yeah, first we got some chapters to talk about. We do have a few chapters to talk about. A few meaning two. Two of them. Um, two quick chapters. Real quick. You know, tried to jam-pack it with as much content as I could force my brain to do. <laughs> yeah, it's... We, you know... These are very short chapters, but I ended up writing the longest summaries I've written so far for these because a lot yeah. of things happen in them. Yeah. Um, 
So chapters 11 and 12, parts 1 and 2 of the refinement arc. Mm. Refinement. You love it. Uh, you do love it. You do love it. So uh, well, I guess we'll just get right into chapter 11 with the summary here. Yeah. Why not? So, uh, so Lon Wangji and the Lon, Lon Juniors take Wei Wuxian to the cloud recesses, which is the Lon Sect's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wei Wuxian throws a hissy fit because he doesn't want to go in because he remembers from having studied here as a teen, hashtag teen, that it was super restrictive and boring. He has high school trauma. Yeah, he has high school trauma. He and the Juniors argue a bit. Uh, Sichui says that basically it's for his safety that they're bringing him here because Zhangcheng Pokemon will finish him off if they if they end up having another run in. Uh, they get interrupted with some Lon guys come out, one of whom is Lon Wangji's nice, uh, very sweet older brother, Lon Chen, who's the sect leader. And he says that Lon Wangji looks happy and he never has guests over. And Wei Wuxian is like, what the hell are you talking about? He looks happy. And uh, Chen tells Lon Wangji to treat his guest real nice and he leaves. And Lon Wangji immediately tells the juniors to drag Wei Wuxian inside, specifically to his bedroom. Uh, which is called the Jingxi. His big bedroom house, his, basically. Yeah, his his own wing of the house. Yeah. God, I wish that were me. Um, they do that. Lan Wangji leaves to talk to his uncle about zombie arm stuff because we find out that they wrangled the zombie arm and brought it back to the cloud recesses. Uh, and uncle has been taking a look at it. So Wei Wuxian is left in the Jingxi, and he kind of snoops around a little bit, and he accidentally finds a bunch of jars of his old favorite wine, Emperor Smile, under the floorboards, and he has a laugh about it, he sneaks a little drinky drink. Uh, then he gets out of the room after a while and tries to see if he can escape, because if he doesn't have this special magic fancy jade token, then he can't get in or out very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he figures out that he can't leave, so he decides to see if he can't steal a jade token token off of anybody who might be in the uh, Cladrisus's cold springs. Does it in the stupidest possible way? As he does, it's his favorite. So he goes there, and sure enough, there's a dude in there, and ooh, he's handsome, and he's buff, and he's hot, and Wei Wuxian definitely feels normal about it. And he's covered <laughs> in scars for some reason. Yeah. He notices that Cold Springs Hot Boy has a shit ton of magic whip scars on his back, and uh, but what really knocks him on his ass, quite literally, is that uh, this man also has a very distinct scar on his chest, but we don't quite find out what it is before the chapter ends. So they call it. It's fun. They call it a sear, like he's yeah. a steak. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outback Wangji House. Outback so, Wangji House. I f- like, what is up with I mean, that? I don't is, know if... He is a prime piece of beef if we're being real. I what? mean, you... Ooh. Right. You... God, I just... I was reading it, and I just could not stop thinking about how wide he is in the Donghua. He's so big. Yeah, he's fucking huge. He's so big, and I'm so glad about it. She but, does touch upon that in the next chapter, too, like, yes. in the text. And I'm a fan. Which really makes me glad... I know there are some people out there who are like, hey, can you shut up about size difference already? Here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. It's canon. Sorry about it. Cool. Like, I'm sorry. This is 100% a pro size difference podcast. Yes. I'm sorry about it, but I'm really not. I mean, you can go find something else that interests you, but us over here, we're feasting. So, (laughs) bye. Slurp, slurp, slurp. (laughs) Uh, So... Uh, so the first paragraph of this chapter is, like, uh, another big Chinese literature joke yeah. that is lost on me. Um, but basically naming this joint the Cloud Recesses would be, like, us naming a place after, like, a fucking Rush album or something. Or me naming a place, like, Look Upon My Works Ye Mighty in Despair. It's just a line from a poem, and it doesn't translate very well. Yeah, because the thing about the thing about Chinese as a language is their characters mean fucking words and they're so compressed. Yeah. And they have so many different meanings and interpretations and if you change a single stroke then it's different mm-hmm. and it can be a fucking pun also. Mm-hmm. Like they they have language down pat. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Everything else is child's play compared to Chinese for yeah. real. It's legitimately one of the hardest languages to translate into English. Mm-hmm. And th- literally the name of this place comes from an entire line in this poem. Yep. Uh, and this is why sometimes when I'm running things through Google Translate, I get the funny translation of 
Like, so they took him back to uh, Cloud Deep Do Not Know the Place or whatever. Cloud Deep Do Not Know the Place. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, he's... Weiwishan gets upset about how many rules there are, which is the thing he does. Which is the thing everybody does. Yeah. Um, if you look up at the list of rules, number 69 is podcasting. Funny joke. Um, my next note is just, uh, Jingyi is the first one that says the thing. He says that he a thing is- leave. Well, no, he says that a thing is, uh, forbidden in the cloud recesses, which you love to hear. Oh, yeah! Yeah, because it's us. Running is forbidden in the cloud recesses, yeah. as it turns out. So congratulations to Lan Jingyi for being the one to say the thing. Yeah, congratulations. Yep. Fucking, so- I don't know, basically, the beginning of chapter 11 is just Wei Wuxian getting exactly what is coming to him. It's just getting gang-owned. He's getting gang-owned. Like, <laughs> he provokes all of this, and oh, then yeah. he's completely shocked when Lan Wangji and the disciples, like, follow through. A fucking Lan Wangji t- says, let him cry. Let him cry. Like, Lan Wangji's literally like, okay, Wei Ying wants to act funny, but I'm about to act hilarious. <laughs> Literally an absolute savage. He says, let him, let him have his baby fit and tire him out, and then when he needs nappy time, bring him in. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I will never get tired of this line. Ever <laughs> so in my good. life. It's like one of my favorites. He is so fucking funny. <laughs> He's so good. Weighing just sitting there clinging to his emotional support donkey. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jingyi, like, has to come in and own, quote-unquote, Moshuan Yu's flute skills. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he I'm has just... a good laugh about how he's shitty at the flute again. Of course. He he has to come and just, like, cry about how awful Wei Wuxian is. Or how awful Mo Xuan Yu is. How much of a pain in the ass he is. <laughs> Fucking, oh no. Yeah, the first, I mean, the first few paragraphs are just... Wei Wuxian getting owned. Yeah, they just um, are continuously owning him. He's and then like, you really want to, you know, like Sec Leader Zhang would rip your spinal cord out through your asshole. Yeah, like you want to hang tight or not? Nah. Yeah, and Wei Wuxian's like, or not? Nah. Or not? Nah. <laughs> and it's like fucking. And then like Lan Shichen rolls up, and he fucking comes in, and his first line is about how Wangji has no friends. Yeah, oh my god, he's like, wow, you actually brought somebody to back to the cloud, he says, that's crazy. But and he's I, so, like, pleasant and, like, tact- just, like, guilelessly yeah, tactless about it. so cute, and it's fucking, <laughs> it's so funny, because, like, I, like, Lan Wangji intrinsically knows Wei Wuxian is about to pull some shit oh, yeah. once Sec Leader Himbo shows up, <laughs> and immediately does preventative damage control. He silences the man, like, he's mm-hmm. like, no, we're not playing no games, because Wei Wuxian was immediately thinking in the previous paragraph, oh man, if I, if I ran my mouth at the sect leader, I would definitely get kicked out. <laughs> and it's like Lan Wangji saw him and saw through his mind and just went, oh, You thought, yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Not We're not of, doing yeah. it today. Not in front of my brother. Fucking, and then, like, he comes in and I appreciate how MXTX just gets all three of his names out of the I, Yeah, I said that too. <laughs> Thank you, God. We get Lan Huan, Lan, Lan Shichen, Zuojun, Sec Leader Lan, just all in one go. Like, in boom, case, boom, 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 boom. Yep, in case he forgets it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, if you look, I, if you look under his robes, he's wearing a shirt that says Shichen on it. He has to, he has to send him all of himself in the mirror in the morning so he doesn't forget it. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, Shichen being dense, dense as fuck all along would explain why he was, like, completely chill with the silencing charm laden twink clinging to a donkey that Lan Wangji is just, you know, carting around very rudely. And he's like, hey, you know, you bet, better take care of your guests. Like, this yeah. is a little weird. A fucking, um... <laughs> We get this line uh, about how how uh, the two of them look exactly the same, except for, like, their eye color, basically. Yeah, and, and the how... reason Lan Shichen is ranked above Lan Wangji is because he doesn't look like a bitch. Yeah, because <laughs> Wangji has resting depression face. Yeah, pretty so... much. <laughs> so he's just, he's nicer and friendlier. He's a sweeter boy. He's more approachable. And that's why he's just just that one little step above just a little bit. Just a little bit. But uh, one thing that you gotta know about sect leader stoned boy Lan Shichen <laughs> is that he be visiting Koi Tower. He be visiting Koi Tower. <laughs> Him and Jiggy are like me crossing my fingers, you know, yeah. this. Yeah. 
They, he, he, cause Wonji's like, oh, are you going there again? And he's like, you know I'd be going there again. Hell yeah. It's the only place he ever goes. And we get a big, this is where, like, we kind of get, uh, I think we've gotten, like, his name before, but this is where we get an explanation of who Jiggy is. Yeah. And he's basically the wizard president. Yep. Yep. Um. He's, he's (laughs) basically in control of all of the sects. Mm Mm-hmm. He's, he's up there. Yep. He's king. He's the king. He's king bitch. He got everything he wanted. He's strutting around Koi Tower in his floor-length, sheer, furry-lined bathrobe, knowing he's that bitch. Ostrich feather lined. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he, they're best friends. And then Shichen says, well, I gotta go. I'm about to head out. Uh, Wangji, treat your guest better. And, <laughs> uh... Then he leaves, and then Wangji immediately says, drag him inside. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he drops all pretense after after Shichun leaves. Dump this load in my bedroom, would you? Fucking God. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, it's very normal to take someone in your custody into your bedroom for safekeeping. Yeah. To be fair, he would have slipped out if he hadn't have been in the same room at all times, though. Yeah. So... I mean, he's a slippery twink. He's a slippery twink. He would have found a way to... I mean, he has, like... I, I don't know if MXTX hadn't come up with the Paper Man spell yet. <laughs> but he does have that that he can do that we'll learn about. But, um... Yeah, so... I mean, he could have probably just, like, turned himself into funny, like, cartoon paper and slid between some planks in the wall or something. Yeah. Just watch me swoosh through this fucking Owens Corning fiberglass insulation. Just sneak on out, you know. Yeah, just slip. Um, I don't remember what it's in reference to, but there's a line about he did a lot of digging pits, excavating graves, and finding holes in the ground because he's a dirty, stinky boy. He's a dirty, stinky boy. He just <laughs> likes to dig. He loves to be in the dirt. <laughs> I love how ongoing a theme this is. He just loves to be in the dirt and he, smell bad. He loves to dig. He loves to find hidey holes. And that was what this was in reference to. Yeah. He was looking oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah. the floorboards. Yeah. And he, he picks up one of the floorboards. And wouldn't you know it? there are eight jars of his very frequently proclaimed favorite drink emperor's smile yeah. under the floorboards for like some kind of weird future event his favorite drink from back when he was here in town doing a lot of underage drinking <laughs> and he puts no fucking thought into it he's like oh wow i yeah. guess mom Wangji's a bad boy now huh <laughs> big gulps huh we'll big see ya <laughs> god <laughs> So he takes one out, he gets his drink on. Yeah, he gets his drink. Um, it fucking describes the uh, uh, Emperor's smile as uh, having the ability to quote-unquote quench one's fire, which they helpfully explain in the footnotes to mean, uh, basically, it's it's boner-killing juice. Uh, <laughs> a boner-hurting juice. Uh, it's dick-hurting juice. It's dick-hurting juice. Um... But how does he get out? He gets out of the room somehow, and he starts just kind of wandering around, looking for a way to get out. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he he has a drink, and he's looking for a way to get out, because, like, Lon Wangji is off doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how exactly he gets yeah, out. I don't either. I don't think it's, like... I don't think it's really touched upon, and if it is, then he I'm just, just does it. He just phases through the wall. He just, I mean, like the windows don't have anything on them. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, China, so yeah. he probably just slips out. Yeah, sneaky boy. He just is about to head out, about to do some stealth shit, and then just walks through the f- floor to ceiling length window. Yeah, dumps some emperor's smile in his mouth, and then gets gets going. Yep. Um, like he's so, fucking Popeye. God, <laughs> he takes a big old swig, and his arms get big. And he, you know, like I was rereading this, and I was just getting—I was fucking floored by Wei Wushan's blissful, willful ignorance <laughs> towards LWJ's thing for him. Oh yeah, I have meta opinions on that, but we'll, that's for later. He's a fucking so, clown. Yeah. So naturally, in uh, further attempts to get kicked out, he decides the best course of action is to peep on Lan Wangji or just go Whoever, to the, yeah. go to the Cold Springs and see if anybody's having a soak mm-hmm. and uh, steal their shit, mm-hmm. steal their keys, basically. He looks at, uh, he finds somebody's clothes all neatly folded and it describes them as looking like a, a cube of tofu. Which is which great. It, it's so good. That's such a good image. Uh, He's having an ideal evening yeah. of laying around, getting tipsy, and then going to peep while stealing somebody's keys. Um <laughs> Uh, and so he gets to the cold springs and he, he's, 
he goes and of course the shit is folded there and he peeks in and he's mm-hmm. like oh shit there's a man's there and he immediately begins to have one of history's normalist ones <laughs> however Weiwushan was definitely not stunned he was definitely not popping a fatty. He stared for, like, minutes at a time. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the guy, like, turns a little bit, and he sees he's got all these crazy whip scars on his back, like, 30-something scars. Yeah, and he knows they're from a discipline whip, uh, because they're, like, obviously, they should have happened a long time ago, I guess, but they they aren't fading, and that's how you know it's from a discipline whip, because the scars ain't fade. Yeah, JC yeah. got one once, and yeah. he never fucking forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, what the hell could this guy have done that was just yeah. so crazy bad? Some and then, like, point. so either this guy went through some crazy shit, or he's into some crazy shit, because <laughs> he turns around a little bit, and you see this weird little sear mark. Yeah. This, this, this scar on his chest. Yeah. That it's crazy to weigh Wushan because it's the one that he had on his body. Fucked up if true. Fucked up if true. In the well, same we find spot. that out in the next chapter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So oh let's get right into chapter 12 then because we just pick up exactly where we left off. Yeah. Because like he turns around a little bit and Wei Wushan is like, oh shit, it's Long Long G. Yeah. He, he's uh, still, yeah. Chapter 12 opens up with him still being shocked Pikachu about the scars on fucking Cold Spring Sex Man. And uh, an icy sword comes flying at him, and that's when he he does some from software bullshit and dodges it. But he realizes that scarred up hot guy was Lan Wangji. Uh, he runs literally into the juniors, and they kind of unknowingly stall him long enough that Lan Wangji in his bathrobe catches up, and he picks Wei Wushan up by his scruff and starts carrying him off because. As Wei Wushan notices, and as we the readers learn, Wei Wushan in Mo Xuan Yu's body is noticeably smaller now. Uh, Wan Wangji carries Wei Wushan back to the Jingxi and throws him onto the bed looking hot and disheveled, and we find out that the reason Wei Wushan flipped out so hard on seeing the scar on Lan Wangji's chest is that it's exactly the same as a certain scar that he had in his own old body down to the placement, so this along with the whip scars makes him go, what happened, dude? The fuck? So, uh, but then it's bedtime. It's 9 p.m., and when you're in the cloud recesses, you go to bed at 9 on the dot. Yep. Uh, Lan Wangji says, you're sleeping here, and he goes to sleep in, like, a side room with another bed. Uh, Wei Wishan thinks about their relationship and back then times, and basically, summary is it was messy. Uh, Wei Wishan gets up to steal, to try to steal the token again now that he thinks Lan Wangji's asleep, but, uh, Lan Wangji wakes up. And Wei Wushan has a brain genius brain blast uh, and decides to try to get himself kicked out again by throwing himself onto Lan Wangji and leaning in real close, parentheses bad. Uh, hmm. Lan Wangji tells Wei Wushan twice to get off of him, but he doesn't. He says some gremlin shit that I don't condone. Uh, and Lan Wangji says, all right, bro, I ain't getting no sleep because of you, so you ain't get, gonna get no sleep because of me. And he casts a paralyzing spell on him, which makes Wei Wushan collapse onto... Mattress ass Lan Wangji. Mattress ass Lan Wangji. <laughs> Wei Wushan is like, who the fuck is this Lan Wangji? Where's the real man? And Lan Wangji says, clap on, clap off the clapper, and <laughs> lights out, and then that's the chapter. He went. Whew. Yep. <laughs> he knocked that shit. He out. pulled out his pointy sword that you only stab things with, and sliced the candle, and the light went he out. He sliced it. Yep. Um. So. Fucking uh, Wei Wushan just gets chewed away by a sword and then harangued by disciples, so honestly, it's what she deserves. It's what she deserves. We find out that he has a plus five dex mod. Um, Yeah, he's real good at it. He he definitely, yeah, he's he's proficient in dex saves. And so he runs into the juniors because they're just there always. Yeah. They just be there. What do they tell him or whatever? They're just like, or no, they get into like a thing because... uh, he he runs up and he's like, I definitely wasn't scoping out hot Wangji in the tub. Yeah, that was super the only thing I was doing. Ha ha, look mm-hmm. at me, I'm so crazy and homosexual. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm regular, I'm being normal. And like, Jingyi just like starts bitching at him. And like, while Jingyi's bitching at him, he's like, well, you guys are breaking the law too. Yeah. Why are you yelling? Huh? <laughs> yelling is forbidden in the cloud recesses, so... So, um, bitch. Um, and then He's when... He's so stupid. So fucking fool. So then Lan Wangji comes up and Jingyi says to him the good line of, Han Guangzhou, Mo Xuanyu really is awful. He's <laughs> <laughs> just terrible, Dad. What is with this guy? He's so weird. I don't like 
Zing, you wouldn't have. What the heck is this? What the heck is this? What the heck? No, and he would say, like, what the heck, too. Like, yeah. please just imagine the juniors constantly what the saying, what the crap is this? <laughs> what the freak is this? What the heck? What the frick, man? <laughs> Understand that your actions have consequences. <laughs> That's Jingy, actually. God! <laughs> it turns out. Oh my god, as it happens. Fucking, uh, and then, like, yeah, LWJ, LWJ rolls up and his sword is still unsheathed, and he's like, alright, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he's just in his bathrobe. And it says something about a crowd, but he's, like, in his bathrobe and his hair is all down and, like, damp, and he just, like, turns towards Looking the hot. disciples. He, like, glances at Wei Wushan, and then, like, he looks at everybody else, he's like, alright, bye, get yeah. the fuck out. And then he picks, he fucking takes full advantage of the new height difference Moshuan you sacrifice has given him to lift Wei Wushan up by his scruff like a kitten yep. and just fucking carry him off. Can we talk about this entire paragraph dedicated to the size difference now? It's fucking incredible. <laughs> and I would also like to give a nice shout out to the Exile Rebels uh, footer footnote that's like, it, this is pronounced soon. Yeah. Don't, don't get the end pronounced with M or you'll have a bad time. Yeah. Or what the fuck ever. I'm like, y'all are nasty. <laughs> y'all are nasty. I can't believe this. But yeah, he, Wigan used to be a slightly bigger boy, just just taller. But now now he's a nice, compact Twinkie. 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 He's Twinkie. He is Twinkie. Twinkie. Yeah. And it's and it's good this way. It's good this personally. way. It's good and correct and right to me. Yeah. To um. Me. So he gets thrown onto a bed, and we get another paragraph dedicated to how hot and commanding Longchi is. Yeah, he gets thrown onto the bed in the guest room within the separate room. And we get super so much, hot. Yeah. Wei Sean takes like as much time as he feels <laughs> is personally necessary to ogle Lon Wangji's visible chest. And... We get so much hot Lon Wangji in these two chapters. I know it's like it's a very very clear attempt to make him as as sexy as possible. <laughs> sexy. Which, like, you know, he <laughs> is. So yeah. it's fine. I mean, these are the um, points where, like, you, like, you you are very deeply reminded uh, the genre of this novel. Yeah. And fucking, so Lan Wangji, you know, throws him there and then he leaves. And Wei Wushan just, like, sits there and he's fucking thinking about it and he's, he's like no talking. he can't possibly know who i am because like he doesn't know that reincarnation is a thing obviously there are no other factors to th to this that could lead him to thinking that i am the reincarnated version of way with sean yeah none whatsoever plus even he heard me I, be bad at flute he heard me be bad at flute even though i act exactly like way with sean and he knows <laughs> he knew way with sean better than anybody else he doesn't know that reincarnation is a thing so he can't know that i exist like Fucking, I think something that's always been funny about Wei Wushan as a character is that he'll draw a conclusion, um, especially when it's about himself or LWJ, and he will accept no other opinions about it. He'll yeah. just, like, that's the concrete. It's just set in stone. Yeah. Like, Lan Wangji doesn't know. He, he just assumes. He he doesn't know Wei Wushan has been reincarnated. Why? Obviously, because he doesn't know reincarnation is a thing. And that sole piece of information makes Wei Wushan think he's in the clear. No more critical thought or hiding his identity required. None whatsoever. Not, like, no no speculating that Lan Wangji could have learned that reincarnation is a thing, <laughs> like, in the 13 years since he fucking died. I know, he's just, he's operating off of... He just and like, he does this. He does this. He did this with Lan Wangji's behavior earlier too. He's mm -hmm. like operating off of the this particular set of assumptions and conclusions that he'd came to fucking thirteen years ago before mm -hmm. he died. He's still expecting Lan Wangji to act like this delicate little like lotus young adult that has yeah. no real life experience, so to speak. You know, safer. yeah, spoil, yeah, rich boy. The obvious stuff. But he's like, homie is 35 years old now, bro. Like, Yeah, he's, you, this is a grown-ass man who has not had sex yet. Um, your shit, your data is very outdated. Yeah. So I would... You need to update, the, update those data sets. Update the data sets. Fucking, like, the underlying thing about that that I think is, like, speaks to Wei Wushan a lot. Like, it's, you know, having read the novel before and knowing, having seen the Donghua and everything, like... We are only kind of given hints about it right now, but it becomes more apparent as the 
as the novel goes on, that it seems like, to me at least, the underlying reason why he assumes those things is because he just kind of operates under this assumption that um, people kind of just hate him. Yeah, people, people yeah. forget about him. He's not worth anybody's time. Yeah, he's a burden. He just um, kind of, he has this, like, and it it does speak to me a little bit because it reminds me a lot of when mentally ill people mm-hmm. just kind of convince themselves 100% that they are all of these horrible things, that mm-hmm. they're terrible, that everything is their fault, you know, all of these things. And they just, they spend so long convincing themselves of it that it just becomes second nature. And they just yeah. start thinking, well, well, since I mean nothing, then, of course, no one would care about me. And so they start m- jumping to these huge conclusions, mm-hmm. uh, just try- trying to run circles around the fact that somebody could possibly care about them yeah. as a person yeah. and not hate them. Yeah, and he... And in addition to that, he also has, like, he has an entire history of being told that he's a burden explicitly, mm-hmm. um, that he ca- that he does nothing but cause problems, and being told over and over again that he's the reason that all of these horrible things have happened. Um, and, you know, in some ways... Yeah, there are th- there are bad shit. There are bad things that he did cause. Yeah, but um, he did kill people. He did, Nobody's saying that he didn't kill people. He did do war crimes, but like he also, you know, there there is a lot of stuff that's been you know like exaggerated and things that are more complicated than just like oh this one person's at fault, this one person's to blame. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and not to be not not to be on both sides, you know, but it it is like we'll we'll see it as it happens. Um, there is a lot of stuff that just complicates it a lot more. But he does in in those cases, his default kind of thing is to go, um, you know, if if there's a question about something, um, if he has a question about something, he'll assume that he's at fault. Because he just, you know, he he's so he's so he's so somebody who decides actively to take on burdens himself. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's extremely self-sacrificing, and that leads to just this whole kind of cycle of, um, you know, I decided to take this action, uh, so I'm the one who's to blame for all of the fallout. And I think he's so self-sacrificing because he did not have any kind of self-worth instilled exactly, in him yeah. as a child. It's a cycle, yeah. Like, it's a cycle, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, if let you... me make it up to you, and then more bad shit happens. Oops, mm-hmm. that's my fault. Let me try to make it up in this way. And it just keeps going and getting worse, and that's just kind of... this. It's, yeah. yeah, like, if you get that shit drilled into you during your formative years... It's really hard to unlearn it, and he had no reason to unlearn it mm-hmm. in the in the paths that he ended up taking mm-hmm. later on in life. Yeah. You know? It just kind of, so many things conspired against him, and he did so many things purposefully because he just thought that his life did not matter in the yeah. long run. Mm-hmm. And which is why, which is a big part of why he has such this outward attitude of, like, um, uh, like, I have nothing to lose. You know, I have, yeah, yeah, I, I'm shameless. I have no face, you know, I can go out and act a fucking fool all the time because people already, you know, expect nothing of me and think I'm worthless and think I'm a problem. So why not be a problem? Yeah. Why not? You know, lean into it. It's just easier. It's easier to, uh, to just meet people's expectations in that regard than to break them he's terminally committing to the bit terminally committing to the bit that's fucking it yep anyway so he (sighs) thinks about their their relationship in uh in the the vampire times vampire times yeah the pre-death vampire times Mm -hmm. um and how they like they had their relationship was just kind of complicated he just always kind of assumed that uh lan wangji didn't like him um yeah he yeah. made an assumption, and then that's assum- that assumption was concrete. He has, so, of course, Long yeah. Wangji hates him in yeah. the story. He's spent 20 years, 13 of which are dead, making an ass out of you and me. So that's what he's been doing. Yep. Um, and, like, even he even acknowledges, like, I mean, it, 
you know, we didn't, I never hated him, you know, yeah. I never disliked him. Um, but you know, and, and, and I think that's a really interesting aspect about him as a character is that like, even when he th- like thinks that somebody hates him, he doesn't like, he doesn't find it within himself to hate them back yeah. unless it's like one chowers. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's somebody who like actively harms him. Yeah. He doesn't even like, you know, he doesn't even do the thing that like people would advise you to do in a situation like that, where it's like, Oh, just ignore them. He doesn't do that. He still like continues on like, you know, interacting with them and dealing with them however he feels, you know, sees appropriate. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, they, they had, you know, they had fought back in the day, but it wasn't, you know, they never, it never really came to like super blows. big blows. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just kind of like on and off difficult and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, um, uh, he decides, well, uh, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Uh, this is gonna get boring real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't fucking deal with this. There's not enough stimulation. Yeah. And so he decides that he's gonna try again to steal Lon Wong G's Jade token off of his person. And so... So, so Lon Wong G immediately, like, eyes blow open. Yeah. Cartoony and Wei Wushan, fucking genius brain of the world world's largest fucking brain just immediate reflex decision is watch me get kicked out fucking yeah like <laughs> Wei Wuxian keeps playing gay chicken with Lan Wangji <laughs> expecting to get kicked out expecting Lan Wangji not to play along and Lan Wangji just fucking takes it he's like I'm down for yep. it he says alright like, yeah keeps, bring it yeah he keeps doing it Lan Wangji's like alright get off yeah Wei Wuxian's like no no. Lan Wangji's like, get off. And he like, he doesn't like try to push him off or anything. Mm-hmm. He just tells him to get off. Yeah. And Wei Wuxian refuses. And Lan Wangji's like, is this really what you want? Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Is this really back? where you want to be when Jesus comes back? And like Wei Wuxian, I think, does he say, yeah, of course. Yeah, he yeah stupid. he does some more. Yeah, he says some shit that I don't think is very good of him to say. No, and I think it, I think it explains him as saying more disgusting comments or something. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I can't even imagine how LWJ must feel here, you know? Oh, like, I think about it a lot, and I just... Wei Ying is sitting on his dick. <laughs> He's sitting on his dick. Like, the anticipation <laughs> he would feel when Wei Ying makes these stupid passes at him God. followed by the immediate heartbreak as he realizes he's just being fucked with like oh after God. all this time and waiting is just trying to get a rise out of him as always as, as always. always and why you just fucking he just like every single time it seems like he just like absorbs it yeah he just fucking takes it yeah, like he, he'll yeah. take fucking as far as he's concerned, Weying is back. Yeah. And he's in Weying's vicinity. Yeah. Weying is alive. Weying is touching him. He'll do sure. fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. He'll take it. Yeah. Like he will fucking take it. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what form it comes in. He's yeah. fucking alive here and in his bed. Like Just the hello? fact yeah, the fact that he's alive, period. Yep. Yep. And it like I mean, and that's an ongoing thing. It's just throughout the novel. He just he takes all of this stuff and he never like explodes or anything nope. he never expresses any like upset about it he's just like it seems like it's just as far as he's concerned this is how weighing is <laughs> like this is how it's gonna be he, do- yep. he doesn't expecting anything more than that nope um, he doesn't really like even if he wants something more than that it's like he's never gonna force himself because like weighing's yeah. fucking here and that's like yeah. the the most he could ever mm-hmm. have asked for he's never gonna force himself and he's never <laughs> gonna force weighing either more importantly yep because he thinks weighing isn't interested and yeah. that's why he is the world's only man he's the world's only man that and the world's only person to have rights the only the very first person to have rights the person who invented being having rights he invented having rights he invented having he rights he invented having rights so he puts paralysis spell on Wei Ying Wei Ying just uh he is introduced to his new mattress yep <laughs> his man-shaped beauty rest um because you know i figure the least Lan Wangji deserves from this fucking behavior as a nighttime cuddle. Yeah. So, he yeah. got that, at yeah. least. Yeah, he, he casts the spell, he says, mattress discounters, and then <laughs> fucking Weying collapses, and it's good. Yeah, and so, like, he, like, after a while, Weying's just sitting there like, okay, when's this joke gonna end? When, when's he gonna, when's he gonna duck out a gay chicken? 
Lan Wangji like shifts himself and Wang's like, okay, finally. And then he just like magics the lights off. Yep. And Wang's like, oh my god, I can't believe I just lost gay chicken. Oh my god, this, <laughs> is, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> it definitely is how it's going to be, as it turns out. And, <laughs> and that's the chapter. That's the chapter. That's how it be, folks. So those are our chapters this week. I really like them. Yeah. I mean, it makes me... Hui Wushan's uh, strategy for getting out of cloud recesses makes me want to fucking die, but, like, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's normal. It's it's typical Wei Wushan bullshit. I'm uh, having a chocolate. I'm calming myself. <laughs> we had to pause for a minute. Uh, just some behind-the-scenes uh, notes. We had to uh, pause for a second and... Do new magic. Do new magic. <laughs> Ray is having Ray is enjoying a nice piece of uh, Hershey nugget, so you love it. I love the nugget. <laughs> we all love the nug. Um, so next week we're going to be reading chapters thirteen and fourteen, and we're going to be going into some flashback time, which I'm very fucking excited about. Hell yeah! And it's not going to take nearly as long as the Dong Wall flashback did. Hell Weird. yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Taking a lot less than a lot fewer than uh, twelve episodes uh, to finish this flashback. We're only going to be covering them for I think three weeks. It's so great. It's good. Yay! Uh, but yeah, chapters thirteen and fourteen. You love to see it. I'm very excited. So, uh, so to go back to some of the stuff before we get into our Google Translate Essence collection. Yes. Uh. The thing that Twitter, at least, has been screaming about all week is that, uh, I don't know the context of it 100%. There was some interview, and I don't know if it came out this week, or if it was just translated this Mm -hmm. week, or if somebody just dug it up and noticed it, but, um... It's something we should have realized all along. It was there in front of us, waiting, and it's so good that it happened this week, because we were, uh, in this, you know, in these chapters, we got to meet... Sect leader Lan Chen. Just a little glimpse of him, yeah. And also this week, uh, MXTX said that Lan Chen has rocks for brains. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's rocks for brains. <laughs> he, ha- he has a, a terrible case of himbo. Uh, I mean, she basically, I mean, she's not outright saying, yeah, this guy's dumb as fuck. But she's she's basically saying he's like ignorant. He's I mean she's he's saying willfully ignorant. She's saying that like he you know she doesn't understand why some people have this interpretation of him that he's like this secret genius, uh, hashtag sly clever boy, <laughs> um, because he's you know he's he's in, you know he's he's educated. He's definitely got a fine young gentleman's education. He's a sect leader. You know he knows what he's doing. He just doesn't need... He's as smart as he needs to be. <laughs> he's he was a, like a frat boy in college. <laughs> he's exactly... He knows... Ivy League frat boy. Ivy League frat boy. He 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 knows what he's doing, and that's all he needs to know. He's he's mm-hmm. just kind of... He's just kind of naive. Um, just because he has, you know, that, that private school gusu education, it doesn't mean he <laughs> isn't, uh, you know... Uh, kind of not necessarily the best judgment. Okay, well, we just spent a good bit of time trying to find the original post, and I can't find it. I, they might have deleted it, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but the thing is, MXTX came out and said, uh, fuck LXC rights. Uh, <laughs> yeah, LXC Himbo rights. Yeah, Himbo... If he has any rights, it's Himbo rights. The only rights he has are Himbo rights. Mm-hmm. And, um... So I wanted to kind of pay homage to him a little bit because, I mean, my man's gets kind of a raw deal at the end. An intensely raw deal. An intensely raw deal. So I was trying to find some, I was trying to curate some Google Translate content uh, that was kind of LXC focused. Yeah. You know, Uh, and what I ended up finding was an entire page for him on Baidu Baika, which is like a sort of a Wikipedia-type thing, but it's yeah. all Chinese. Uh, and I, I ran that through uh, through the old Googie Trans, and um, I got what I got was a fucking doozy of a page. Really? Yes. So this one's a little bit longer than usual. 
It's all good. Um, but yeah, the entire thing is fucking excellent. Um, uh there's there's like a there's like a video at the beginning of it it's in it's in chinese so i can't you know i don't understand it, but i think i think it's just the text of this page being read over like some some images of him oh uh, but how um, lovely yeah but um but this page this is just the 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 baidu page for confirmed sect leader himbo i cannot believe himbo zongju I can't believe your URL, your at, was, it was prophetic. prophetic. It was prophetic. It was prophetic. You knew. all. It was right wow. there in front of us. Incredible. All right, so, give it to me. All right, so this is our... <laughs> this is what we got. Lon Yichen, the ink-stained copper stinks the... <laughs> original novel. Ink Stained Copper Stinks The is MXTX because it's hyperlinked. Um, The, quote, Magic Dow unquote, and its derivative works. Gu Sulon's current owner, the name, the word, uh, it's it's Hanzi, uh, the style is gentle and gentle, and the style is gentle. (laughs) Lest you forget. And the protagonist, Blue, forgot the machine and called it Gu Su Shuang Yu. And the former nephew, Nye Mingjun, of Qinghe, and the former homeowner of Lanling Jinxi, Jin Guangyao, are called the Three Brothers, and they are called Jai... Shai Junjun. <laughs> Chinese name, Blue Dragonfly. Other name, Lan Da, Ze Yijun. <laughs> Reading Brother Machine, uh, in parentheses, fans call Second brother, in parentheses, Jin going out. Brother, Blue Forget Machine. Yu Chen brother, Nye Hui Song. Uh, play, Liu Hai Quan's Chen Qingling. That's, well, they tried. Um, uh, dubbing is Guo Shang's The Same Road, The Demonstration of the Devil, The Chu Fu, and The Wang Chu, The Devil's Master radio drama. Um, uh, the Same Road... The Demonstration of the Devil, the Chufu, and the Devil's Master are all, I think, series names. Uh, Golden String, Magic Dao, Animation Ling Fei, Chun Ching Ling, uh, Debut the Magical Dao. <laughs> well, and then so under that, under that is Chenry Order. At the age of eight, my mother, Mrs. Ching Shi, passed away. <laughs> and his father, Cheng Junjun, who was the owner of the Blue Family. <laughs> Lan Yichen fled with a book. Just the one. Just the, <laughs> the most important one. <laughs> he fled with fucking John Green's Looking for Alaska. God. <laughs> he fled Sacred with, text. He fled with the secret. <laughs> <laughs> After returning to Gusu, he rebuilt the Shanfu Yunshan and did not know where he was. <laughs> you, okay, Shanfu Yunshan is just cloud recesses. And recruited the students to participate in the shooting of the sun. After the signing of the Japanese, he and the Red Front Zhang Ye Ming and the Confucius Jin Guangyao became brothers. The names of the two were Big Brother, Three Brothers, or Ayao. fond of my brother's blue forgetting machine. <laughs> Me too! I can see that I have forgotten what I want in my mind. Therefore, some fans have called it a quote, reading machine, unquote. <laughs> After Wei Wu's death and death, the blue forgets the pain and does not want to live. <laughs> and Lan Yuchun has always been with him. After Wei Wu's Shu, wow! <laughs> That's a new one! Returned to the world and was swayed by Jin Guangyao and Jin Lintai, he took in the blue forgetting machine. Wei Wujun, who was hiding with him. <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard the man. In the ending, Yudmong Guanyin Temple, he revealed that the Blue Forgetting Machine had a deep affection for Wei Wujun, and for 13 years, he urged the two to communicate. I don't think that's a spoiler because it's incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
it's gibberish, so it doesn't count. Um, Lan Yichen meditates, mediates from it, allowing Ye Ming Jun and <laughs> Jin Guangyao have long been in disagreement. That's true. That is Lan true. Lan Yichen met, mediates from it, allowing Jin Guangyao to play Ye Ming Jun to play the heart sound to reduce the influence of knife and spirit. <laughs> Both of them. Knife and spirit. Knife and spirit. The contradiction broke out to the top. The use <laughs> Did of clear now. heart sounds mixed and chaotic, resulting in Nye Ming's <laughs> aggravation of violent madness and death. <laughs> Nye Ming. I'm just going to call him Ming from now on. <laughs> My favorite thing is that sometimes when I translate it from Vietnamese, they just call him Ming Ming. Ming Ming! <laughs> I love Ming Ming! <laughs> <laughs> This series of changes has given Blue Johnson a deep doubt about what kind No, oh my god. <laughs> Good old Blue Johnson. Because of Nye Ming... <laughs> because of Nye Ming, she's dead. <laughs> the ending was still unhappy and ignorant. <laughs> ignorant all the way to the end. Clear and gentle, gentle style. <laughs> Clear and gentle, gentle style. When you're beautiful and beautiful. Opa gentle style. The style is bleak. <laughs> Opa depressed style. <laughs> wow, that's... That's our salute. That's a lot to take in. Our salute to Zuujun. We stand. We stand. one sad himbo. He's just trying his best, folks. Don't <laughs> don't be too harsh on him. Semper buddy. He's just... He's just... I'm not going to try to harsh this man's vibes. Uh, there's one last little thing here that is just, it makes me laugh. Character ability, excellent painting skills, and then in brackets, the color of the pen is all gentle, but it is a wide open. There is a clear picture on the paper, but it seems to have thousands of mountains. So, just in case you needed to know any of his talents, it's that, yeah. being handsome, it's basically it. Rolling, rolling flute. Rolling flat fatties. Rolling fatties playing the flute. Rolling fatties playing handsome. the flute. You know? Semper, semper funny. Uh, semper funny, semper bunny. But, um, so it's questions time, I think. It's questions time. Uh, questions? If you got them, uh, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask, or via Twitter at cloudrecesspod, just the one cloud recess. Uh, our first question, let's go to Twitter, and we will read our first question. We have a couple on Tumblr as well. Alright, our, our first question on Twitter is from friend of the show at Ask Are you going to read this entire thing in G-Line, be like, oh my, can't I, voice? <laughs> Uh, no, because that would make me want to die. Um, <laughs> important question. If MDZS didn't take place in ancient Chinese vampire times, but instead in pseudo-futuristic cyberpunk times, what aesthetic slash roles do you think each of the clans slash characters would have? E.g. the Wens are the dystopian government and all wear leather or something? <laughs> wow. I can't say I'm familiar enough with the genre to really speak extensively on it. But I, I, I am feeling wins in like not necessarily leather, but like whatever the futuristic like substitute for leather is, because I feel like at that point it's going to be like, oh, we don't need leather, you know. Either that, or there isn't room for cows anymore because yeah, the, the planet is just fucking uh, Coruscant or whatever, and it's just a big city. Anyway, um, I'm kind of feeling like I can picture the lawns having like kind of kind of a very sleek like white with like cyan you know led accents kind of irobot vibe they probably run like an ai tech company oh, yeah. or something oh yeah i love that that'd be fun i mean they're traditionalists but at the same mm -hmm. time it's whew. yeah i mean if you can't focus on the traditional aspect because it's big future uh then i think focus on the uh neat and clean you know the simple and clean is the, the way that you're making me feel tonight. Please, oh baby. It, I mean, they are all stated to be some level of misophobic, so... Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There I you mean, go. They'd fit in pretty well. Uh, Wei Wuxian is the grungy leader of, you know, the rebellion or whatever. Oh yeah, he's, he's fucking cyberpunk, 
stupid ass. He's got, like, the stupid, um, the, like, fake, like, plastic extensions in his hair or whatever. No! No! (laughs) Terrible. We're not going there. He's an underground. He's a black hat hacker, bro. Bro. Um, and Lan Wangji, uh, abandons his family to go join the rebellion. There you go. There's your story. (laughs) Wei Wuxian lives in the sewers. He's a nasty boy. He's a nasty boy. He's a stinky boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to go over to Tumblr now, so thank you for that question. Yes. Jojo. Anonymous said, in a scum villain crossover, I'd truly love to see it, uh, to which Song Chong Mountain Peaks would the Modao characters be assigned? This is kind of hard because in the novel, I'm pretty sure she only mentions all of the sect names once. And then from that point, there are only like four or five that actually matter. <laughs> but of the four or five that are mentioned, mm-hmm. um, Lan Wangji, the Lans would definitely be in cuts. Shit. Shizen's Peak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the arts and the arts and performance peak. You know that shit. I love that. Wei Wushan and Zhang Cheng. I think they would probably be in the fighty peak with Liu Chinga. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, that. And then there's the lady peak, which <laughs> of course, yeah. just kind of makes me mad. Yeah, which is just like, hey, it's just all ladies. It's where girls go. Actually, no, you know what? It's not just like a where girls go sect because like there are plenty of girls in all of the. Yeah, other that's sects, true. So yeah, yeah. I think it's just like it's the lesbian peak. It's the lesbian peak, which actually I'm much. I'm much cooler with yeah uh it's lesbians it's lesbians so you know all our all our real girls are out there Uh, (laughs) all our real ones all our real ones Uh, ones. who's on the logistics peak with shang chinghua yao yao yeah oh my god Uh, yao would definitely be on the logistics peak that's the yao mei peak the yao mei peak uh he i can see him like doing a shang chinghua like oh yes, working his way up, just kind of through sneaky happenstance. Boy. Yeah, sneaky boy, sneaky boy, sneaky, sneaky. Damn. sneaky. Give Yaya an ice demon boyfriend. Give Yaya an ice demon boyfriend. Wow, I fucking love that. Just Ooh. saying. Good. Honestly, no, I could see, I could see New Ming Joy as like a demon. That'd be kind yeah. of cool. New Brothers as demons, like. Boy! But I would also love to see Nia Hoi Song in, like, uh, uh, Ching Chu's sect. Oh, I love that. That would be so cute. Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, that would be a good sect for, for a song song. I would like it. <laughs> Anonymous said, So how long is too long for a straight man to stare at another wet, naked man thinking about how hot he is, asking for a friend? Also, there are so many to choose from in these two chapters, but which one was your favorite messy bitch moment to him? <laughs> bringing back messy bitch moment because i completely forgot that that was like a bit that i wanted to start doing yeah i we forgot about the bit yeah just yeah the bit got away from us maybe maybe now that the the mcminute is gone we can bring the messy bitch moment back that's true that's messy bitch revival messy bitch revival messy bitch moment revival um Uh, well not being a straight man you know i don't know if i can speak to this from experience um imagine if it were like a straight girl how long would be too long? For me, I'm very hyper aware of like when I catch myself staring at someone. So it'd be yeah. like five seconds and I'd be like, oh shit, I better look away yeah. before they shit, realize. Shit, I'm being too gay. Yeah. Shit, I'm being too gay. I can't do this. Um, uh, but I mean, if you're still trying to convince the world that you're straight and you're doing this, I would say probably you're, you're SOL after like 10 seconds. I think so. I mean, if if um, if society at large has taught me anything, is it's that if if a man looks at another man at all, um, without the intention to like punch him or something, uh, it means that him gay. Yeah. So um, I guess not at all. Um, but if <laughs> if one of if any of our straight male listeners, um, which I know we have at least one. Uh, can can pop in and maybe give us the straight man's angle on this. Yeah, <laughs> the straight man. sending out the sending out the klaxon for yeah. straight men's help, <laughs> which is uh, I know. guess just getting a 
pretty well-known fact slightly wrong. And then so one of them will inevitably come and be like, oh, well, actually. Yeah. So that's just like, that's how you know. That's how you summon them. Um, Anyway. Anyway. So we did get a question in our inbox about uh, like a... like a lesbian Wong Shan, like a like a gender bent thing. I'm pretty much assuming, and uh, I just wanted to put it out there that uh, I, as a non-binary person, am kind of that kind of stuff really makes me uncomfortable. Like the gender bends in like Rule Six or Three or whatever. Just on a personal level, I don't really fuck with it. I don't like its implications, and I would appreciate if we kept that kind of stuff to like. Not this podcast. I'm sorry. I don't really want to shit on anybody, but it's just really, it, it makes me sad personally and dysphoric and stuff. So yeah. if we could keep that to a minimum, uh, if you want to talk about trans lesbian Wong Shan, that would be great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, yeah, we're just going to, we're just saying that to, you know, not shit on anybody, but to just, you know, lay down some, uh, lay down some boundaries. Yes, please. You know, putting up the, putting up the caution tape. And that's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have a fun answer for you. It's just really not something that I'm, uh, that I'm comfortable with. Uh, we could talk about lesbian ships. We could talk about lesbian ships. I'm sorry. I have a really, I have a really soft spot for Wen Ching and (laughs) Chang Yongli. Actually, I really like it. You really like it? I think they're so cute. You really like it. (laughs) I think they could balance each other out really well. Chang Yongli would be very good at uh calming her down a little bit i mean not that she's a particularly angry person she's just very severe yeah and i don't think she knows how to calm down (laughs) she's very intense she's very on a lot soothe her yeah yanli soothes everybody yanli soothes everybody and you know in return uh yanli will get a a lady who is passionate and cares about her mm-hmm. and, oh god i don't know i just think it'd be great <laughs> i also fucks with i really fuck with madam jean and madam you yeah it's like secret clandestine like lifelong lesbian uh relationship fucking divorce their ain't shit ass husbands divorce their ain't shit ass husbands and move on with their lives baby yes get that fucking midlife good shit going that's right you spend 17, 19 years in this shitty marriage. Fuck them. Like, really? Fuck that shit. Let Jung Fung Mian go off in his divorce boat. Let Jing Guangshan go fucking die in Vegas. Yeah. Who give a shit? Fuck them. Fuck them. Really? Get your asses out of there before it's too late. Yeah. So many, so many terrible, terrible fates could have been avoided if they had just, like, lesbian eloped. You know? But, you know, so many opportunities missed. Yep. It's just how it be sometimes. I guess that's how it be sometimes. What are you gonna do? Anywhom, thank you for the questions. Thank you so much for the questions. We appreciate it, even if there are some that we aren't gonna answer. Uh, so that's about it for this week. Uh, we did, oh, we did another reading this past week. We did do another reading this past week. It was good and fun. Thank you to everybody who participated and everybody who tuned in. It Hell was, yeah. It was a fun time. It was fucking rad. Uh, I am trying to get better at controlling the soundboards. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it's difficult to read and control a soundboard at the same time, which is why I leave it to you, because I lose my place. <laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of fucking readings and whatever, uh, uh, bonus content and all of that good shit, we have a Patreon. We do! Uh, if you feel like throwing some snacks and treats into our mouths, uh, you can do that for as little as $1 a month. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash pod recesses, you can be a disciple of the show for that one buck a month uh, and get access to all of our Patreon-exclusive bonus content, plus a special role in our Discord. Uh, this coming weekend, we're going to have our extra-long bonus makeup edition of She's Get iPad, because we missed last month. So we're going to do uh, She's and Get uh, Jumbo iPad. <laughs> <laughs> she's and Get iPad Plus. Um... But yeah, it's going to be good. Definitely. Uh, you know, uh, for $5 a month, you can be a sec leader of the show and get all that plus a more special role in our Discord channel and a thank you shout out on the show. Uh, plus, you can send us a quick little message for us to read. Uh, and then for $10 a month, you can be chief cultivator of the Pod Recesses world and get all of that and an even more special role in our Discord. And you can also send us requests for things to stream, like uh, episodes of shows or movies or games or us doing art or whatever. 
and or uh, for stuff for us to read, like funny Google stuff, or chapters of the novel, or just whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's I think that's a thing that we can do as like a little bonus thing after we finish a live reading. We can do like, hey, anybody got anything they want us to read? Yeah, I like that. Just a quick little thing. Um, I'm into it. You'll love it. Uh, we also, uh, Chief culture, Cultivator of the show Scout suggested for us to stream some of The Good Place. We still gotta do that, huh? We do. We do. Uh, but yeah, shout out to $5 sec leaders Colin Arnold and Sarah McClintock. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you, guys. And big ol' thank you to $10 Chief Cultivator of the show Scoot. It's the Scoot. We love the Scoot. We love the Scoot. We love the... Anyway, thank you. <laughs> Uh, thank you to Noisepace.xyz for being our podcast network, and thank you to Sec Leader Matt for being our host of the website of the show. Check out Noisepace.xyz for all of your podcasting needs. The only needs you could ever have as a podcast enjoyer. You can find other good podcasts like Hukipgututu and City Girls Make Do and Jerging It and The Stick and Radish, and a lot of other of them. Um, it's good them. It's good them. Uh, so once again, I'm Roy. I'm on Twitter at SemperFunny, and also at Beast, which is my MDZS side blog. And I'm Fallon. You can find me on Twitter at America's Burden, or at my uh, Danmei-specific side blog at HimboZongju, which the- I should just... <laughs> Z O N G Z H U. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> All right, let's fucking <laughs> blow this joint. Uh, you can find Podrecess as the us at po- cloudrecesspod.tumblr.com and on twittercom cloudrecess. You get one pod. We're on all your podcast apps and websites and stuff, so please go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, read. Please interact. We, please, please, we love interact. It. Please interact. Uh, you can also join our Discord. Link, as always, is in the description. And, uh, you know, I think of all of the things that we do on this podcast, even if you're as checked out as can be, I think you know the thing that we say at the end of every episode. That I'm right. not checked out. Uh... <laughs> you, are, you are valid if you are. You are allowed to be checked out. ADD. We say Semper Bunny. (laughs) We sure fucking do say Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny, folks. Bye. Bye.